Hey babes, you are now tuned into Savani Seduction, hosted by Savani. Now let's go ahead and get into that raw girl talk. Welcome back, babes. You are now tuned into another episode of Savani Seduction, where we are dedicating this episode to all of my babes that have lost a child, rainbow babies, and those that are dealing with infertility like myself. I know it's time that you do or have felt less than a woman. But let me tell you, you are not not alone. At first, you pay no attention to it. And then there's times where it hits you and you dwell on it. It's times that you're happy and it's times that you're like, you know, maybe it's not my time yet because I can get up and go and I don't have to find a babysitter or I can just feed myself. It's it's little things. But then it's times where you want your mini me, where, you know, you want to have something more to live for, where you want to have somebody that you have to cook for or feed or Tell them to sit their ass down, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and just always that unconditional love. So I, I understand completely the the ups and downs, the roller coasters, the emotions that you all go through. I'm here with you. But know that you have to stay positive through it all. And on the days that you don't feel positive, try to keep it in the back of your mind, but also allow yourself to go through all the emotions that you are feeling because you're fucking human and you're going to feel them, period. And can you imagine what we're going to feel when we are pregnant? Lord have mercy. Remember, our plan is nothing compared to what... God has for us, the higher power or whatever that you believe in, you know, we can plan out our day. I say it all the time, back to front and forward to back and things will be out of our control and everything happens for a reason, good or bad, because you learn through everything that you go through. You know, when we get impatient, it really doesn't matter how impatient we get because more than likely we're going to have to wait anyways when the timing is right through his eyes so that's just something to keep in the front middle and back of your mind infertility is a disease of the male or female reproductive system defined by the failure to achieve a pregnancy after 12 months or more of regular unprotected sexual intercourse this disease affects millions of people and families my personal journey has been a rocky roller coaster myself. Cancerous cells were found in my uterus, uh, which had to be surgically removed, but it was like he didn't have to cut me. It was a laser surgery. Don't get me lying on the name. Something. Something long and whatever. <laughs> I felt like my heart was definitely ripped out of my body that day because I remember coming out of the doctor's office um, after I got changed, right, y'all? And... I'm walking like to his office and I hear him whispering to his interns. He always wants to have an intern. It's like, hello, show for your vagina. But whatever, they gotta learn. So whatever. Hello, you can you can watch. But he was like, you know, it looks cancerous. Like trying to whisper and it's like ironically, I'm right there. So I walk in and I'm like, you know, you might as well just tell me at this point. And basically what it was, maybe TMI, but I didn't told y'all this much, so I might as well keep going. I was like backed up, so like he had checked my ass, <laughs> and I was backed up. My colon was backed up, and 
I guess the way that it was built up on this scan, I guess it kind of looked cancerous. I can't remember verbatim how how um he explained it, like how it looked um when he was comparing it because my mind had just kind of went blank. Like at that point, I kind of could see his lips moving and I couldn't hear shit. And I just started crying. He tried to give me chocolate. Um, said that I always made females feel better. In a way, I don't know about a situation like that, but it made me laugh. Um, so I had to go cleanse, laxative and all of that. And when I came back a few weeks later and he did another scan, you know, I was good to go and I was I was clean. Uh, clear of everything. So yeah, thank God all that. And it's it's very good, I guess, to do a laxative here and there, maybe once a month, because being backed up is is no good in, in numerous, numerous fucking ways. <laughs> My doctor reassured me though that I would be just fine through everything, you know, even if things were gonna go down that route. Like he's super nice, super Loving, caring, you know, holds your hand through everything, you know, tries to make light of the situation. Typical black people shit that we do. You know, it definitely works, though, (laughs) because regardless of what you got to go through, you got to live through it. You know, I definitely hate, like, being put to sleep. And that's I think that was my biggest fear, because I'm always like, what if I don't wake the fuck up? (laughs) And that's what blows me. Like, even my wisdom seat there gave me that option to... Just numb my mouth, numb me up, motherfucker. I'm cool with it. I can stay awake. Like that noise, that shit grinds my gears, but fuck it, I'll stay awake. Cause I can know everything that's happening to me. You can't do no no crazy shit. And I'm aware of everything. <laughs> but I'm grateful for my journey because it's it's taught me to appreciate life more. It's taught me to appreciate people that's in my life more and to value time more. Because, um, and to spend money more because we can get that money back, but we cannot get our time back. And that's my new motto for, for this year and beyond. We can get the money back, but we can't get that time back. <laughs> After healing from my procedure, you have to wait um, a few months before beginning to conceive. But to have sex, it was the normal six weeks after, just like after having a child. Because your internal organs and insides aren't completely healed until, I believe, it's three months. You could have unprotected sex, like I said, um, when you hit that six weeks max, but highly not recommended before. Fast forward to trying to conceive. I consulted with my doctor about ways that I could conceive faster. Until this day, he tells me it's going to happen, and once I pop one out, they're going to just keep rolling with the punches right after each other. He placed me on this drug called Clomid, which is a fertility drug. Clomid is used to treat women with infertility. It works by stimulating an increased amount of hormones that support the growth and release of the eggs. This medicine is not recommended for long-term treatments. After six cycles, you will need to consult back with your doctor or find an alternate route. So I had hit about four, four um, cycles. And after researching, also my mom was on it back in the day. And Clomid, you could, all, you could only take three times a year. That's obviously how powerful it is. So 
after doing my research on it, I was like, you know, I'm not going to keep trying to take it. And he had already upped my dosage once. So that's when I um, started to look up more natural remedies. Of course, TikTok is definitely the place for a lot of things. And a lot of women have different remedies on there, you know, from the the makeup powder or maca powder. I don't know if I'm saying it right. To more vitamins, vitamin C. You know, of course, changing your diets. Spinach is definitely a good, another good one, but I'll get into that. Um, I ordered the Baby Boom off of the Goddess Collection that I have right here. And she also has the cute little fertility bags that she recommends that you're, you carry with you wherever you go. Sleep with them in your pillow. I mean, I said in your pillow. Well, in your pillowcase <laughs> or under your pillow, whatever you want to do. And, you know, it brings that baby dust to you. Um. She herself, if you go read up on her, if you haven't heard about her, she herself was dealing with infertility and she's currently pregnant. I think she just hit her eighth or ninth month. So it's like she's obviously a uterus whisperer. (laughs) She's the plug for a lot of natural remedies as well, though, from like high blood pressure to digestive system to anxiety. Um, She has revived toothpaste, uh, your chakra bracelets, candles, abundance candles, just just everything, everything. So be sure to check her out at thegoddesscollection.com, y'all. Though taking your temperature, ovulation test, making sure you have sex with your spouse during that ovulation window, dealing with life, being on different schedules, not being in the mood, all types of things can fucking go on with trying to conceive, and it can become overwhelming. But you have to remember that it's both parties. It takes two to tango. That's my favorite motto, y'all. It takes two to tango. Do, 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 two to tango with everything that you do because the sperm plays a factor. So it doesn't always have to be the women with the issue, fellas. A man's sperm count can be disturbed by consuming too much red meat, tobacco abuse, alcohol abuse, and even wearing briefs all the time because holding your, your ball sack, you know, and it's always hot and sweaty too much to you, that, that's uh, interfering with your sperm count. It can in, interfere with your sperm count. Just like the ladies, it needs to be, you know, air out. Air your balls and dig out. Let the shit swing when you're home alone or whatever. Let the shit just hang out. Ladies, let your cooch air out. You know, you shouldn't be sleeping with... You shouldn't definitely be sleeping with silk and certain materials. Like, if you're sleeping with anything, I hope it's cotton. But you really shouldn't be sleeping with anything. Like, let that shit air out. Um, <laughs> so many ways. And I laugh because my grandma my mom has told me that since I was a little girl. So, I used big t-shirts, no drawers, you know. I used to hate sleepovers sometimes. I just didn't feel like having on underwear. But that would be the time that I would have to have it on. <laughs> You can begin changing your diet and include foods that um, will boost a man's sperm count are eggs, spinach, the maker roots, like I was saying, y'all, dark chocolate, walnuts, oysters, bananas, asparagus, pumpkin seeds, and zinc-rich foods. So, well, let me go ahead and break it down. Dark chocolate is loaded with amino acid. Walnuts are a good source of healthy fats and protein. Um, the antioxidants present in walnuts also help remove toxin in the bloodstream. So y'all know that semen is concentrated blood. So 
removes toxins in the bloodstream. Add that to your diet, fellas. Pumpkin seeds, known to improve testosterone production in the body, also contains omega-3 fatty acids. Zinc-rich foods play a huge role in the production of sperm cells. So, you know, zinc is in red meat, but consuming too much, well, consuming too much of anything, y'all should know it's bad for you. Um, But that can help, such as beans and red meat. Eggs are a healthy option to increase the sperm count as they are filled with protein. Spinach holds a rich source of foliate foliate acid. Bananas hold vitamin A, B1, and C, which helps manufacture healthier and stronger sperm cells. The maker roots tend to boost the volume of the sperm, while asparagus is high in vitamin C. It fights free radicals as well as helps protect the testicular cells. Whew, that was like a little uh, uh, tongue twister. <laughs> you can twist your tongue. Um, anyway, foods that help women <laughs> are beans, fruit, avocados, salmon, asparagus, dairy, yams, berries, oysters, Greek yogurt, cheeses, and egg yolk. We're going to get into the debt of a few of these as well. Beans are high in fiber. Greek yogurt and cheese contain calcium and vitamin D, all help with infertility. Salmon offers the protein omega-3 intake in salmon once a week. Well, actually, once or twice a week is highly recommended. Avocados are full of vitamin, uh, vitamin K, potassium, and foliate that assist your body with so many things. Vitamin absorption and blood pressure regulation. Here are some sex positions that can help boost everything along with changing your diet, adding those vitamins in. Um, with the yogurt, even smoothies are good for you, you know, throw your spinach in there, beets, all of that, you know, things that you may not really like the taste of just eating, try to throw it all in there, because that's what the hell I try to do. I fuck with spinach, though, but, like, the beets, y'all, I tried to drink that shit not too long ago, and I was just, like, ready to throw the fuck up. But it's good for you. You know, everything is good for you and don't taste good. More than likely, you know. So you see, that don't up just right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go ahead and take a quick music break. We'll be right back. It's so hard just holding on and even picking up my phone. It's hard enough to be, hard enough to stay, hard enough to be alone I'm just trying to move along, sometimes I do and then I don't Tell me what I'm doing wrong, tell myself that it ain't helping Second guessing it don't help me, I'm so tired of feeling empty Dry my eyes, it's time to fight, it seems like I'm always against me Seems like this is never ending And I refuse to let it end me Mentally, mm-hmm. spiritually, oh. physically I need my peace oh. I need my peace oh. 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 I 
wake up every morning and tell myself Good morning, gorgeous Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and say Good morning, gorgeous No one else can make me feel this way Good morning, gorgeous Good morning, gorgeous Good morning, gorgeous All the times that I hated myself All the times that I wanted to be someone else All the times that I should have been gentle with me All the times that I should have been careful with me Why did I hate myself? Why did I hate so intensely? Lord, help me I wake up every morning and tell myself Morning, gorgeous Sometimes I gotta look in the mirror and say Morning, gorgeous positions that can help and have been proven to help women conceive. Well, couples conceive, let me say that. The Mermaid. And be sure to check out our blog that we drop that have pictures demonstrating some of these positions to help you out even more. The Mermaid. The woman lies face up on the edge of the bed desk or countertop, then places a pillow under her buttocks to get more elevation while extending her legs up, keeping them closer together. You can even place your hands like under her, under her ass, like under the pillow for more elevation. Your spouse enters while standing up. If the desk is low, that nigga need to kneel on his knees to the queen and get in them guts. You see what I'm saying? Kneel down, lift behind the pillow. Get in that shit and come all in there, you know? Make sure that the sperm is reaching where it needs to go. The super eight. The female lies on her back with her legs open again, a pillow under her buttocks to make penetration easier. He then lies over the female, supporting himself with with outstretched arms, putting your arms on his hips or around his back to support his thrusts. Again, if that was too much for y'all to try to demonstrate, and if, especially if y'all was looking at my arms and shit, check out our vlog that I said our vlog. Check out our blog that we dropped on our site that you can hit in our link in our bio. So follow us at Savani's That Seduction. Another sex position is the wide open. Ooh, the wide open. <laughs> it's when the man kneels in front of the woman, who should be completely flat on her back. Raising her butt and thighs to be around him. Hmm. I like that one. To be around him. So, you know, you might can pick her ass up real quick, get in there. Boom, 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 boom. Then get back down in that thing. You know what I'm saying? There are many other sex positions as well. So be sure to do your research, you know, and try all them jokes out. 
Time now, ovulation window. Check that temperature. I know when it's when you when you're feeling overwhelmed, y'all just just take a breather, and just remember what you're doing all of that for. Your beautiful mini me. That's all you gotta do. IVF is a process of fertilization where an egg is combined with sperm in a glass, basically. This process involves monitoring and stimulating a woman's, woman's ovulation process. Removing eggs from their ovaries and allowing sperm uh, fertilization in a cultural medium lab. So basically, like I said, that's them putting everything in a glass, y'all. Adoption, of course, is when you adopt. You could adopt a sibling because your parents have died, niece and nephew because of a bad situation, or you could have adopted a foster child or any other scenarios. If you stand in that boat, I commend you. It doesn't make you less of a parent or anything of that because you didn't push that child out. I commend you. A surrogate is when you pay someone to carry your child an agreement supported by a legal contract. I hope that if you're doing this, guys, always have a legal contract. Like, even if, you know, you may feel like you could find someone that you know personally or whatever and just pay them, like, I don't give a fuck. Do a contract because that's a lot of emotions. Y'all be watching these movies or how these bitches, you know, switch up. Even somebody that's, like, about to get their child and after they give birth, they may, you know, change their mind. Like, life happens. You can't, you know, something, some people aren't meant for that. And some people are doing it for the money and don't understand the attachment that could really come from that. So just be careful. A C-section is when the child is born through an incision in the mother's abdominal. Often performed because vaginal delivery will put a baby, the baby or the mother at risk. Like high blood pressure, twin pregnancy, obstructive, obstructive labor, breech birth, which means the feet are, feet are first, Placenta previa, and it's crazy because my mom actually had that, and that's when, with me, we both almost died when she had me, and it's when the placenta is born before the baby. And, of course, the baby's in the placenta, so how that happened is just fucking, like, beyond me. And that's why my parents always said that I was a fighter. And it's like, after they got me out, I was actually, you know, good, and my mom was losing more blood. She didn't even see me. For a week, I actually went home before her. So, yeah, shout out to all the mothers and the kids, the scare of that. And those that don't make it through that, you know, when a woman goes into labor, it's detrimental. You don't know what may go wrong. Like, you really just have to try to do everything that you need to, from your prenatal vitamins to eating good to even exercising to bed rest, if they tell you, you need to listen to what is being told to you, you know? And even if you do everything, you know, sometimes things can go left, but I pray that, you know, that's something that decreases in, in, in numbers for numerous reasons. Foster parents, the placement of a child is arranged through the government or social services, um, the institute, group home, or foster parent is comp compensated. 
Now, this is a touchy one because I will say if you become a foster parent, please, 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 please be a kind one. If you have the nerve to take a child out of a bad situation, don't be another bad situation. Be that peace. Be that outlet where that child can begin to, to learn love, to be nurtured so they can know how to nurture, to learn how to make money so they can know how to be responsible, to to know that someone cares so they don't have to go to school and try to show off and and try to think that being dumb is cool because because it's not. To be an asshole is cool because it's not. To not know how to accept love or give love is cool because that's damn sure not. You are a reflection, like I say, of what you give, of what you are. Your soul is everything. It really doesn't matter what you look like at the end of the day. Your soul is everything. Humble yourself. Um, a lot of foster children have a high rate, I'm pretty sure we all know this, of mental health, depression, anxiety, eating disorders. One third of foster children in the U.S. studies have reported have suffer from some type of abuse from a foster parent, which just always had bottled my mind since a kid. You know, how could you get a child just for a check at the end of the day? How could you have a child and just mistreat them, an innocent kid that can't fend or do for themselves and do anything to them? Like, that shit is just sick to me. And I just pray that everyone that's getting a foster child just finds in their heart to just treat that child with love and care and compassion or just leave them where the fuck they are at the end of the day because they will find their way. Like, you taking them out of a fucked up situation and putting them in another fucked up situation is really instilling hostility in them. And though, you know, sometimes the foster homes and shit is no better. They may be fighting with foster kids and stuff, but that's stuff that they may encounter in school. So that's things that I feel like is more suitable to get through, if that makes sense. Lingerie, candles, wax melts, goddess baths, mm, basically anything that makes you feel sexy. You can find that at Mabadision. Be sure to like them on Facebook and follow them on Instagram for all of your self-care needs, ladies. Well, back to a more positive note. I'm not going to touch on that too much more. I said what the fuck I said. <laughs> Whatever way you become a parent makes you a parent. Don't allow anyone's negativity or mindset to take away from your truth. If you're raising a child, like I said, you are a parent. Everyone's journey is difficult and and different for a reason. It can be difficult, I should say, because everyone's journey may not be difficult. During your ovulation window, you should try to have sex as much as possible, especially on ovulation day. I know it can be heartbreaking seeing those negative ovulation and pregnancy tests, but remember manifesting and stressing and obsessing is two different things. (laughs) And I laugh because I find myself some days like obsessing or like seeing that test like what in the fuck or having to take another one and like, yo, this shit is just too much. But like I told y'all, remember what you're doing it for. Remember the beautiful outcome at the end of the day. 
trying to make everything happen on your time is only going to make you more stressed out. So stay positive. Remember what is meant for you will come to you. Remember that it's always light at the end of the tunnel. I think that's the best thing I could say. It's always light at the end of the tunnel. Be sure to check out our recent blog on dealing with infertility and know that you are not alone. We simply love you, babes, and thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow us at Savani's.Seduction. And until next time, peace, babes.